name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today we celebrate the glorious feast of the Annunciation uh, of of the Archangel Gabriel to the Virgin Mary, foretelling the birth of our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. When we consider the Virgin Mary's response to the proclamation that the Archangel Gabriel gave to her about herself, we must be struck by how she could process what was taking place in her life at the time. She certainly had not sought to be the mother of God in the flesh, our Lord Jesus Christ. Furthermore, she didn't consider herself to be worthy of such a calling. Despite her unquestionable feelings of awe, wonder, and fear, she humbly and meekly submitted herself to what God had called her to do, to bear her son, our Savior, who in the unspeakable mystery had taken human flesh through the work of the Holy Spirit in and through the Virgin Mary. Her response to what the angel proclaimed to her was, Behold the handmaid of of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. She obediently, humbly accepted what was given to her. We must note here, she could have said no. We must must be completely clear on that fact. God does not want robots or puppets. You've heard me say that before, I'm sure, many times. Uh, Did he know that she would say yes? Of course. Foreknowledge is one thing. Foreordaining something is another. Those are two different things. God did not uh, make her say yes. But he knew she would because he knew her. He knew how much she loved him and that she uh, had lived a life of service to God from her early childhood, having spent so much time, uh, most of her, or her childhood, in the Jewish temple. God's calling of her to bear our, servant, our, our Savior was not a random act. Her life had been devoted to God, uh, as were her parents, Joachim and Anna. Her birth itself had been nothing short of miraculous and was the outcome of faithfulness to God by their entire family. So this was not an accident, and it was not an eeny, meeny, miny, moe type of decision that God made in calling her to to become the mother of God. So the archangel Gabriel, when he encounters her, says, Hail Mary, full of grace. And as one writer has put it, he wasn't calling her to become something that she was not. He was, that was a statement of, it was an exclamation, an exclamatory statement. He saw the grace of God already in her in such a powerful way that it, it, it brought about within him that, that, uh, that immediate joyful statement, Hail Mary, full of grace. Uh, <clears throat> it was a proclamation of what he saw in her. So with the love of God, love for God rather, and the desire to serve him in any way that she could, she became the new Eve. Uh, George Gabriel in his, uh, in his book, Mary the Untrodden, Trotten Portal writes, From her mother's womb, her life was a succession and ascent 
of grace leading to spiritual perfection already in early childhood. Dwelling in the Holy of Holies of the man-made temple, she was readied by the Holy Spirit to become the sanctified temple not made by human hands. At the Annunciation, totally accepting God's will and giving herself unreservedly into the hands and providence of God, she became the new Eve, our new mother, the Father's nature-surpassing helpmeet. The Holy Spirit came upon her, purifying her and imparting to her a receptive as well as fertile power for the entry of the Word's divinity. And she was elevated yet to, a high, to yet a higher glory, uh, by, to yet a higher glory by the glory from within her and the fruit of her womb. <clears throat> Whereas the first Eve had, by her disobedience, uh, led Adam and all of mankind into the curse of separation from God, the God who gives life, the second Eve, by her obedience, her humility, her submission to the will of God, brought about our Savior or brought our Savior into this world as the second Adam. And the second Adam, through his obedience to the point of death on a cross, made it possible for you and me to be reconciled to God and to have life eternal. Uh, let us emulate the Virgin Mary, her love for God, her devotion to the Holy Trinity. Let us seek the peaceful joy and serenity that is hers by God's grace. Uh, she has become all that we hope to become. And she is in heaven and our faith teaches that she is not just there, uh, her soul, but her, as well as her body. Uh, and she intercedes on our behalf. She is, has become our mother as well, our spiritual mother. Our life is hidden in Christ. It is no longer we who live, but Christ lives in us. And by adoption, she is our mother as well. And she, her intercessions are powerful. And she loves us, and she cares about us. So I think, I know, confessing my own, my own problem is I tend to forget about her. Uh, not having grown up as Orthodox, an Orthodox Christian, I think sometimes uh, I fall back into bad habits. I just forget about her. I hate to say that, but I do. And it's good to be stirred up by way of reminder that we have a very powerful intercessor in heaven. And she, beyond that, is our mother. She is our mother, our spiritual mother. And she is always there for us, interceding on our behalf, protecting us and... Uh, and we should foster our relationship with her uh, very carefully. So let us not forget uh, that in that great mystery, the Virgin Mary has become that, that special uh, connection that we have with the heavenlies, uh, having been made members of Christ's body. And uh, let us look to her for intercessions, uh, for protection, for peace, for mercy, and for grace and joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.